Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could be with us today. It's uh, good to be back in the studio, of course, Pastor Corey, having uh, recently uh, achieved some greatness in the podcast world. You know, we have, we, we oh, managed, we're still basking in we, the glow, basking in the glow of being able to finally be available on iTunes and TuneIn and the Google, Google Play Music. And are we on yeah. the um, you know? Amazon device. Well, we haven't successfully. Yeah. Uh, if if you have successfully <laughs> figured out the Amazon device, if you know her name, uh, let us know. Is yeah. there anybody we need to give a big shout out to, Tim? Well, we have we have two winners of the only two only two. I, we offered like, three. I know three prizes. And we got but two? Only two winners, right? Man, um, two people so, wanted free money from us for ice cream. Yeah, there should out be more three. out there. All you have to do is share your favorite podcast and tag us. What does this tell us, Tim? Nobody likes what we do. No. Oh. Nobody I, loves me. I should write a lament. Wait, anyway. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, we'll get there. So but we have so, two winners, yeah, two, and we have room for one more. We have room for one more. Yeah. So what is the contest? Remind the So listeners. the contest was to uh, share one of your favorite podcasts, Yes. Uh, on social media somehow, and either tag us in that or let us know so we can find it and, and take a look at it to verify. Right. And uh, the first three people to do that would get a $5 gift card to Panhandle Cone and Coffee in Moscow. for they, It's a new, new shop there, relatively new, with great ice cream and coffee. And, yeah, so it's pretty simple. Right. process and, and, and a yeah. couple winners we should focus on the winners uh kathleen helm johnson yeah uh kathleen good job i think she's is she listening for this from the great state of idaho yeah 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 so yeah, she's been a long time faithful listener a super listener uh, a super listener yeah man. and so we got to get that card out to her yes how we do we do, do that, that. mail Probably. Okay. There is that thing we can do. Yeah. yeah. Mail. So we'll get it to you, Kathleen. And then who's and the other? Tracy Lee. Your wife. Yeah. I should have yeah. known. You should have known. I it took her known. a while, though. Yeah. She, so she was she, behind, maybe? Well, she thought she was not eligible. Oh. Oh. You know, well, we didn't say we, that. No, but she thought, you know... You know how those contests are. You know, you you know if you work for Hasbro, you can't win the Hasbro toy. Or uh-huh. if you work for whatever, you can't win... Yeah. Yeah, so but she she did it. So and you approved the prize giving, not me. So yeah. uh, what, what she's a winner. Yeah, winner winner ice cream dinner. Yeah. Uh, so if you're out there and you want to share our podcast with someone, you can do it and you can get a $5 gift card to Panhandle Cone and Coffee. Awesome. Yeah. Go for it. It's good. Yeah, yeah maybe totally we'll, and it. we are going to do it an on location podcast. Yeah. Uh soon. So yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, yeah. we got to get our summer freedom thing going where we don't have bus and yes and yeah yeah so we can go have our coffee and our ice cream like first thing in the morning and <laughs> yeah it'll be great. Yep, and we don't have to drive the bus anymore. <laughs> can you eat ice cream first thing in the morning? Sure. Okay. I did once. Hmm. Just once. That I remember. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> We had taken one of the chickens to the vet, and Tracy says, "Well, I wonder if I wonder if uh, Ferdinand's is open." Uh-huh. And I thought, "Yeah, I wonder if they are." And they were. I said, "Shouldn't we go for coffee instead?" Oh no, we're right here. Let's go to, let's go to ice cream. And they were open at like 
like, yeah, 9.30 or something. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. <laughs> so I did. I ate ice cream first thing. It probably tastes just as good. It tastes delicious. Well, what do we have to talk about? We mm. already talked about the lamp and light journey, right? We did. And we that's did on special. a separate podcast. If you yeah. don't know what we're talking about, it'll either drop soon or has already dropped. Yep. And drop is a good thing in podcast land. It yeah. means It means basically it's... It's available. It's available, yeah. Okay. It's out there. Like, where um, is he going with this? Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, Lamp and Light Journey is out there. Yeah, a scripture memorization project for the summer. Pretty cool. Our uh, newsletter is out, and our life lessons program for high school seniors just wrapped up, and we had 22 complete the program, and we're pumped about yeah, that. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, anything else we should talk about before we dive into our scripture, Tim? No. Uh, you know, I... Yeah, just, you know, just because, it's, you know, summer's here, or, you know, the school's coming to a close for the year and people start, you know, going on vacation or whatever. Maybe just a reminder, it's it's okay on summer vacation still to come to church. <laughs> and uh, if you're not here, maybe look for a church wherever you're visiting oh, to interesting. Uh, get a different experience and see what other churches are worshiping like and what are they learning yeah. about and we, we maybe we could revisit something from the spiritual growth plan um we talked about there's a section in there about worship and yeah. um and i think it's in the first part and some of you did that plan and just thinking about you know our life as worshipers and part of that is our community worship together when mm-hmm. we gather together yeah. we are the church we're the body of christ and and though we aren't saved by how many times we go to church, it's good to be together. And the scriptures tell us to not give up coming yeah. together yeah. Uh, and worshiping together. And so, uh, yeah, I think that's a good reminder for the summertime that what's your worship goal for the summer, um, for your family, for you as an individual? You know, there can be later nights or more activities. So, you know, do you, yeah. How do you- um, without being overly legalistic, um, but are there places you could worship when you go on vacation yeah. or or whatever um good things to consider um and yeah other summertime news is camps are just around the corner and yeah. i'm starting to help some parents get ready for that some parents are getting their kids registered for the first time hey that's awesome are you volunteering this year tim i'm not yeah no yeah yeah i stepped away too this year so first time in a while yeah i feel good about it actually it it yeah. it's good to uh, take a break from some things, uh, and you've been doing that for a, a long time. And since I was a, a wee lad, since Tim. you were a wee lad, yeah. So that gives you uh, it gives you an opportunity to rest and reflect and reset, and I think maybe I'm gonna come back to it later. Yeah. You never know. But I'm gonna spend yeah. my time uh, watching Pixar movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> do you know? Do you know that's surprising, I, Corey. It yeah. Like Do you know why it's uh, a, it's not a good idea to to borrow Rick Astley's uh, complete Pixar movie collection? Gosh, no, I don't know why. It's, it's not a good idea because why he's never going to give you up. Okay. <laughs> somebody hopefully <coughs> got it was, that. Hopefully somebody got that. Okay. We should have we should have set up the Amazon device to sing for us. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, we, we could rickroll. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be that pretty would be awesome. But, Alexa, yeah. do you know what a rickroll is? Um, so, yeah. You got any jokes, Tim? 
I, I we're going to talk about some serious stuff here in a bit. Yeah, so, so do we want to work our jokes a, into that? I don't know. Or do we want to... usually defined as a large, usually rectangular stack or pile of hay, straw, corn, or the like in a field, especially when thatched or covered by a tarpaulin, an outdoor or makeshift mow. The verbric is usually defined what? as... To form what is she talking about? A verbric? Did that answer your question? I don't know. Uh, no. No. Um, it, 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 I love that it took her like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. That was not a rickroll. Whatever. Okay. Um, we don't know what that was. Uh, I can hold on to my joke if you want or share it now. Whatever whatever your pleasure oh, okay, is. Okay. So I'll yeah. hold on to it. You just let we, me know we, when you're we're, ready. We're diving into Psalm 88 for our Psalms Explored series. Uh, we're going to cover this for two weeks, but two... Um, not it's an interrupted, weeks. yeah. Yeah, because in between is the church holiday of Pentecost. Yeah. Uh, the birthday of the church. Which Woo-hoo! You just had a birthday, by the way. I did just have a birthday. You're in your prime. And I'm, yes. I 41 have. is a prime number. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm thankful to not be as Should old as I the church. Should I sing to you? No, that's okay. okay. I think we can um, that. Have My you mom- had your birthday on Pentecost before? No. Probably. Oh, I don't know. But never on it Easter because it's too no, late for too Easter. too late for yeah. Easter, yeah. Yeah. I could have had a Pentecost birthday. See, my only option back in the day was the Super Bowl, but now they screwed that up. With the, oh, because they moved it the, into February. And that's not really a Christian holiday, to be clear. No, no. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Definitely not a Christian holiday. Yeah. But no, Pentecost is coming up, and that's exciting. I love Pentecost so, and the story of the start of the church. and Pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Tongues of fire. It's exciting. It is exciting. And yeah, we wear so flame-like clothing, and by... That I mean, like reds so and oranges and yellows. Yeah. Um, so not this Sunday, June second, but yeah. June ninth, wear reds and oranges and yellows and crimson is acceptable. Ooh. Idaho gold, not so much. Oh, really? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I guess if if you wear all gold, that'd be fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and let's see. So. We are preaching Psalm 88 on either side of Pentecost. And it is a dark psalm. Go ahead and read it. Or should we read it today? Oh, we could. Yeah. Your Bible's uh, right I here. I mean, my Bible, so, usually I have it open. This is kind of convicting. Um, I'll get it open so, now. As... My Bible's being used as our timer, so. And uh, <laughs> it's it's got quite a long um, inscription at the beginning. Is that what you call it? Sure. Okay. We can call it that. <laughs> psalm 88. A song, a psalm of the sons of Korah to the choir master, according to Mahalath, Leonath, a mascal of Haman, the Ezraite. That is the longest title in all the psalms. Did you know that? No, I didn't go looking to compare or anything. Well, I did not so spend my time oh, comparing. Okay. I read a smart guy who said that is the longest. <laughs> the longest introduction. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, I was not just exaggerating. That's what some smart guy said. So um, before we do the content of it, that is that is an interesting beginning. It's written by a musical group, an ancient musical group called the Sons of Korah. And what's strange about that is Korah himself led a rebellion that we hear about 
way back in numbers, right? Yeah. And was swallowed up. God opened the earth and swallowed him in the rebellious. If you ever thought uh, the Old Testament was boring, it's you know, a, go check out this story. <laughs> it is pretty wild. And and yet he had descendants that survived. Yeah, yeah. And and that weren't sinful like him. I mean, they were still sinners, but 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 they chose to follow after God good, and yeah. to honor God through their work in the temple and and their ministry kind of evolved over the years to this place where they were kind of the the musicians of and I think they have eleven the psalms for Israel, which is a pretty good chunk yeah. of the psalms out of one hundred and fifty that are in the Bible. And this is an intense song that they wrote that we must assume was used in the in the community of worship, and that is wild to think about once you. Read it, read it or it, hear yeah. it. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Unless you want to read it. No? I can't. Oh, I'd like you, you, okay. you to read it. I want to hear it. You want to hear it? Yeah. Excellent. I, I can't stand the sound of my voice some days. <laughs> we'll just leave that there. So, it's okay. true. Psalm 88. O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am a man who has no strength, like one set loose among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember no more, for they are cut off from your hand. They have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark and deep. Your wrath lies heavy upon me, and you overwhelm me with all your waves." You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eye grows dim through sorrow. Every day I call upon you, O Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are your your wonders known in the darkness? or your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness. But I, O Lord, cry to you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. O Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? Afflicted and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors, I am helpless. Your wrath has swept over me. Your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me together. You have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My companions have become darkness. Wow. Thanks, Tim. That is pretty intense. I would I would say, as far as the difficult content that's in the Psalms, that is the most intense psalm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a, a structure to most of the laments that are in the Psalms. That includes uh, at least a, a small amount of praise for God, um, some recognition of how He has uh, done wonderful works in the lives of the author. And this one is unique in that there is nothing like that in it. There's no sense uh, no of sense resolution, of resolution, right? yeah, and no yeah. sense of hope yeah. uh, for what's to come. Yeah, it it ends with the words you just heard Tim read. Uh, Darkness is my only friend, or my companion yeah. has become darkness. I mean, that's uh, pretty intense. Um, 
So, you know, why did the sons of Korah write and perform this song and pass this down the song? Why pass down this song? Why did the Holy Spirit inspire such a song to to be in the Bible? Um, you know, one is life. One thing to consider is life is not all happiness, right? Yeah, it's not all unicorns and rainbows, right? Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so this is a real honest, real honest, uh, yeah, prayer-ish. Prayer-ish. <laughs> you struggling to call it a prayer? Uh, yeah, or? Well, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it is. It right? is a prayer, yeah, it is isn't a prayer. it? It's saying maybe he is praying, let my to, prayer come before you, incline your ear yeah. and hear my cry. He is it's, reaching out to God, I mean, a couple of places you know, he says at the beginning, and he says again in verse 13, I, I cry to you. Um, but he it's, really it's is also accusatory. It's kind of got this sense of too. complaint to it. Yeah. So I was, yeah, just, yeah, prayer, but also this kind of complaint against God for not giving him any hope for the place that they're at yeah. uh, as they write this. But and yeah, what's, And some, what's the rightful place for complaining? Um like, is there a place for this in our faith? Complaining to God mm. about what we're experiencing, even what we're experiencing apparently from Him. Yeah. Like, you have put me in the depths of the pit. Your wrath lies heavy upon me. Um, you know, this is this is aimed straight at God. Your wrath has swept over me. Your yeah. dreadful assaults destroy me. Um and remember, these are worship leaders who wrote other psalms that have some really positive themes to them. Um, but I think this one allows a believer to realize that, okay, I don't have to, if I'm experiencing bad things and I feel distance from God, uh, if this is in the Psalter, then maybe, maybe it's best for me not to pretend and to admit what's ever mm -hmm. on my heart and to share it, to get yeah. it out. I, I think that would God. be the yeah. function of this. Yeah. I mean, this is outside my comfort zone. I mean, I've never preached this before. Not usually something you'd maybe recite around the kitchen table when you have right. company or, or, for or sing or at Christmas time. But it speaks to the truth of our complicated human existence, right? That it's yeah. not all, it's not all good. And sometimes we have difficult times, and sometimes it feels like God has abandoned us. I think but that's, that's the key that's point, right? That's our perspective. It of feels like yeah, that. Feels that like, doesn't yeah. mean that this is that doesn't mean that accurate. Yeah, this is this this writer's view or opinion or experience, or they're trying to capture the experience of someone who is in despair. Maybe the authors themselves didn't experience this, is you know, kind of one theory. Sure, but they're yeah. trying to capture the feeling that many people do experience that that they feel full of troubles um and near to death uh might as well be dead is kind of the sense you get um from this i am counted among those who go down into the pit mm. uh my life draws near to sheol i mean yeah. that's the place of death yeah. so uh you know people people get into that place and so i think it's it is good of god to have a psalm for people who are near that place or in that place to see that they aren't the only ones. And and then, like you said, there's no resolution here. I guess the resolution is, in a strange way, that it's in the Scripture. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah. like it doesn't neatly tie up in the writing itself, but in the fact that it was composed and shared and preserved, the resolution in a sense is that that the people who wrote it and experienced it shared this and still kept faith in God. Um, yeah. I, don't I think the... It's tough you stuff. You know, it's... Maybe it's tempting for the reader or listener to hear this and want to go any further, too. If you opened up your Bible and it fell to Psalm 88, <laughs> would, would you go on? Would you look forward or would you look behind? I think I'd have to. And I, well, that's what I want to say is I think it's kind of an encouragement, too. To, I don't want people to skip over this while we're studying it or to dismiss it. But there's... It's part of this wider collection of, of psalms, 150 altogether. And this is the darkest one, the most difficult one, perhaps. But just in the next psalm, the, the tone changes. Right. And, Verse 1 and, is, I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. Yeah. Psalm 89. And, and maybe that's not too far removed from the beginning of Psalm 88, where he starts saying, O oh Lord, God of my salvation. There's still this recognition hmm. of God as Savior, even in the midst of, even in the midst of all that bad stuff yeah. <laughs> that he, yeah. he describes and being near to death. O oh, oh Lord, God of my salvation. Hmm. Um, but it's part of a whole story that's being told. And, and so don't, uh, don't despair too long here in Psalm 88. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and yet don't ever feel don't, the need to pretend in your yeah. faith or if you are despairing uh, going through dark times that, that you're the only one or the first one. Um, there is a tradition of, of a deep tradition of uh, experiencing the darkness and still being of the faith and coming to God honestly with your your dark feelings, yeah. crying out to the Lord, um, leaning on Him, and um, and be just being utterly honest with Him. It's, and God is big enough good. to receive this. Oh yeah, you know from obviously it's His here, people. Right? It's here in the Scripture. Yeah, and that and so that means it's here for us to to bring it back to Him if we're feeling this way. I mean, sometimes we can't put words to to the way that we're feeling. And, right. and so you, you might read this sometime and be like, oh, that's exactly what right. this situation in my life felt like. Um, but it's here for all, you know, forever. You yeah. Know, for us to, to have as a resource and to remember and to pray uh, and sing and, and to work through. Yeah. Cool. There's even a scripture that said Jesus was deeply troubled. Mm. At one point. I mean, it's yeah. not a sin to find things troubling no, in your life. Now, yeah. the accusations that are in Psalm 88, we could talk about that. But we, we're going to do another week on this. So we better put a plug in it for now. And Yeah. Uh, so come come check out the sermon. I, I hope Sunday that wasn't too depressing. Yeah. <laughs> come, <laughs> come Sunday to worship. Oh, God of my salvation. Just remember that. Yeah, oh, God yeah. of my salvation. It'll be good. We need good. to yeah. be real about the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio in the Rolling Hills.